in this episode, I want to talk all about the self-improvement trap and how there is no such thing as a perfect version of you. These past few years, I've been really obsessed with butterflies. I get super excited when I see anything butterfly related out in my environment. I have a lot of butterfly socks. I've been wearing this butterfly necklace. So I've been really wanting to get a butterfly tattoo. And to me, the butterfly is a symbol of transformation and change and how the caterpillar turns into the butterfly. So it's about like becoming the best version of you, blossoming into this beautiful, amazing person. And I wanted to get this tattoo one, because obviously I like butterflies, I think they're beautiful, and also because I want it to help me manifest, you know, transforming into the person that I am meant to become. But I was also viewing the butterfly as being perfect, and how when the caterpillar turns into the butterfly, they're perfect now, and it's just like a symbol of perfection. And I've always been striving for perfection, and one of the things I'm working on is overcoming my perfectionism and realizing that perfectionism does not exist and it is not attainable. And I've had this butterfly tattoo for three weeks and then a few days ago I noticed that this one part of it, I guess the two tattoo artists must have messed up because there's this one part of the wing that isn't the same on the other side like it's not symmetrical and I don't think it was supposed to be like that and at first the perfectionism in me is mad and they're like and I'm like what the heck like it's not supposed to be like this how could this happen but then I was thinking about it for a little bit more and then I was like you know it's kind of like a lesson that nobody's perfect you know butterflies aren't perfect you know you can transform into a beautiful person but that doesn't mean that you're perfect And I see a lot of talk about evolving and, you know, evolving into the highest version of yourself, the best version of yourself. People say, I'm working on myself, I'm improving myself, all these things. And some people might be doing this as a way to strive for perfection. You know, they want to be perfect. And what I've come to realize is that Even when you improve yourself, you're still not going to be perfect, you know, and this there's so there's no such thing as a perfect version of you, you know, this perfect version of yourself that you're striving for is just you once you decide to accept yourself fully as you are and love yourself as you are. And you might be like, well, I have like these bad habits Yeah, of course, but once you really start to accept and love yourself, it's going to be easier for you to let go of these bad habits that you have. And going back to the tattoo story, so my tattoo has been imperfect for this whole time, the whole three weeks, but I didn't notice it until two weeks after. And obviously, like, I'm looking at it every day, you know, I see it a lot. So it just kind of goes to show, like, say you put something out into the world and it's not perfect or, you know, you just go out into the world yourself and you're not perfect. You know, nobody's noticing all these said imperfections that you see, you know, unless they're looking at you so intensely for a long period of time or looking at your work so intensely for a long period of time, you know, because usually people, you know, they take a quick glance at something, maybe five minutes, you know, and if I was... So when I was doing that to my tattoo, like, I didn't notice that there was a mistake. And then I finally did see it. And if we think about 
the concept of self-improvement from the perspective of, you know, inner child healing, then you would think like every time that you think there's something within you that needs to be improved upon, there's that inner child that just wants to feel good enough, that just wants to feel accepted in that moment. And if you keep thinking, how can I be better than in a way, you are being mean to your inner child, which is why I think that focusing so much on self-improvement can be harmful. And this is why we need to start switching over to self-acceptance and self-compassion. And if you've been going down this self-improvement path, you'll know that, you know, it's never ending. There's no end because to end would mean that you're perfect and there's no such thing as perfection. So you got to ask. So it's like, when do you stop? At what point have you done enough self-improvement? Is it after a month? Is it after one year? Is it after 10 years? Is it after 40 years? Is it never? Do you always just keep improving yourself? Like somebody commented on one of my TikTok videos that the purpose purpose of life is to keep evolving, you know? And I don't think that's true. And I said to them like, No, the purpose of life is to find a way to accept and love yourself despite all of these negative experiences and people and everything telling you that you should not love yourself. And going back to the whole perfectionism thing, I read somewhere that we chose our names before birth and, you know, this name means some things for us. So my name is Grace, but my middle name is Rose and... I think that I chose this middle name as Rose to remind myself to not be so hard on myself and there's no such thing as perfection. And why I think this is because I read this quote once that said, "There, nobody is perfect, even a rose has its thorns. And I really liked that quote. And then I, and then when I found out how we chose our names and stuff, I just really thought that this made sense for me. And then even the first name of Grace also, like, if you hear people say, like, give yourself grace, and then there's something called, like, a grace period, it's kind of like giving you more time for something. So to me, this was kind of like, you know, take your time with things, be patient with yourself, have compassion for yourself. You don't need to be perfect. There's no such thing as being perfect And nobody expects you to be perfect. People want you to be real and, you know, relatable. Somebody that they can have a connection with. Somebody they can connect with. And, you know, I wanted to wait to... I wanted to wait until I was a perfect person. Like a fully healed person to start my podcast But then, you know, that's the healing trap, thinking that you need to fully heal before doing something. You know, that's not true. And again, there's if there's no such thing as perfection, what I then I would never make this podcast, you know, and I was thinking like, I'm on this journey with you guys, like, and I'm sharing that with you. Obviously, if you listen to the episodes, you would know that I'm not perfect. <laughs> but we're working on, we're getting the self-acceptance and self-compassion. And that's all you really need. Because 
if you accept yourself, you then become confident. Like confidence, it's really about being authentic and putting just putting yourself out there no matter what. And just believing that you have the right to put yourself out there, really. In this artist way, the artist way book, she says in it, like, it's not talent that moves one artist to center stage. It's audacity. And I'm sure that you've got into this self-help stuff because you want to feel good. And I really think the way to do that is through dancing out, you know, your feelings of the day. Dance away everything that doesn't serve you. And then do your hobbies. So we all have different hobbies. I like bike riding, painting, crocheting. Doing these activities make me feel good and they make me happy. And they show myself and my inner child That I love myself enough to do these fun things that make me happy. Maybe you really like rollerblading. And that's something that I want to get into. Rollerblading. Maybe you really like creating content. Posting on TikTok. Um, There's so many different hobbies out there. Like if you don't have any hobbies, you need to find something to do. Think about the things you like doing as a kid. Um, maybe you could try to start that up again. You know, I've always liked doing art and I did it as a kid. I kind of stopped doing it. I started again when I met somebody in high school that she was like an artist. So we would paint together. And then in college, I sort of stopped doing it. And now I'm done with college. I picked up art again. So you're never, it's never too old to start something Try a bunch of different things. See what you like, what makes you happy. And do something fun every day. Because doing these things that make you happy, I think it has a more powerful like healing effect than, say, journaling or just doing affirmations. Like you got to show, show yourself that you care about yourself. So saying these affirmations like, I love you, you're amazing, you're creative... All of these affirmations, you know, they're good to say, but really show yourself that you mean it. You know, if you loved yourself, you would be doing a f- one fun activity every day because you deserve to do one fun activity a day. You know, if you could do more, do more. You could always try to make, I mean, I want to say an hour. Maybe you don't have an, an hour, but do as much as you can every day. Make the time for fun because you deserve to have fun. And doing these things is going to help you to be able to love and accept yourself more. And that's really what the whole point is. Like loving and accepting ourselves and then feeling good. So if you have been going down this self-improvement path, like ask yourself, do you feel any better? Or do you feel the same as when you started, you know? If you do feel better, then that's good and you can continue doing these things that work for you. But if you feel worse or if you feel the same, then it's probably a good sign that you should take a moment to think about what you're doing and see if instead you can focus on self-acceptance and having compassion for yourself and accepting the way you are. So as an example, maybe you're a really sensitive person but you see 
some messages out there that, you know, it's better to have thick skin and you can't be so sensitive and take everything so personally and, you know, ask yourself why you're so upset about this, what's triggering you, what do you need to heal to stop being so sensitive. I've used this as an example because I'm a sensitive person and I take a lot of things personally. At first I thought this was... I've always hated this about myself, you know, I don't like being like this and I thought that I could change myself and out of being so sensitive and to start having thicker skin, you know, and I'm trying my, I'm doing my best to not take things so personally, but at the same time, I'm tr doing my best to also accept the fact that I'm sensitive. Can I find a way to accept this about myself? Why, like, what's so bad about being sensitive and for me to make myself feel bad for being sensitive is just me being mean to my inner child and repeating the way that my parents had made me feel in childhood because I received the message that it wasn't good to be sensitive so now I think this now which is why I'm trying to accept my sensitivity and since I've been doing this I've been having more compassion for myself because in the past, you know, if I'm focusing on self-improvement, then I'm like, it's bad to be sensitive. I need to develop more thicker skin. And then what happens is, say someone says something to me and I get upset. Now I'm, you know, I'm so upset about this. I'm being so dramatic, whatever. And then I start to shame myself because I'm like, I shouldn't be acting this way. You know, I should be able to let people say what they want and it shouldn't affect me. And I should just have thick skin. And that wasn't happening. So I was shaming myself for it. Which is why now I'm just, I said, today I actually thought to myself, like, am I overreacting? Or are these other people underreacting? You know, you have to s switch things around. You're not too sensitive. These other people, like, they don't even have, em they have no emotions, you know? It's okay to be sensitive. Don't let people try and trick you. You know, it's okay to have intense feelings. Can you accept this about yourself? So another thing, like when I joined the spiritual community, well, this all has to do with just being so sensitive. Like with the triggers in the beginning, I was beating myself up so much because, you know, I just have really intense feelings because of... Is it the ADHD, the autism, you know, just being neurodivergent. I just feel things like 10 times more than a neurotypical. I'm, if you're also neurodivergent, then you know this and that's true for you too. So I was thinking like, can I heal this? Like, if I heal, am I going to have the emotions of a regular person and have the emotions that are are considered normal for a circumstance, you know, and not be getting so emotional over something that other people think is, like, so stupid, and why would you even get upset about this? But, um, you know, so when I would be getting upset about things, I would beat myself up over it, you know, and I and invalidating myself. So now I'm just accepting this about myself and accepting my sensitivity and my intense emotions, you know, what if I was going to have these intense emotions for the rest of my life? You know, say that's true. I mean, it probably is true. If that's true, then 
I better start accepting them now because I'm not going to shame myself out of feeling. You know, I've tried bunch of I've always tried to turn off my feelings and try to not feel so hard you know it's never worked so that's why this is something that I have to accept about myself and I hope that you can accept this about yourself as well and just remember like think about your inner child you don't want to invalidate your inner child you've probably been getting invalidated your whole life don't continue it by doing it to yourself Start showing compassion to yourself and love to yourself and don't let these people get in your head. It's okay to be sensitive and it's okay to have feelings. We're alive to experience life and to experience emotions. You know, I remember I saw this quote once that was like, if you're, if you're not experience emotions, like you might as well be dead, you know? So accept these emotions let them pass through you dance it out you know you don't have to say you don't want to cry about it dance it out this is what i've been doing dancing more it really does help so ask yourself now what's something you've been trying to change about yourself and then maybe you want to ask yourself can you find a way to accept this about yourself for me this is what i said before being sensitive And another thing is being all over the place, kind of feeling like disorganized in my mind. I've talked about this in a different episode, but can I find a way to accept these things about myself? And so you have a bad habit that you want to stop doing. Once you accept yourself, it's going to be easier to let go of this habit. So I'll give you an example. Say you are smoking because you cannot handle your emotions. So then once you start to accept your emotions, then you might find it easier to not smoke because you don't need to suppress your emotions because now you have accepted them. Have an amazing day. Remember to accept yourself as you are and make your inner child feel good enough because all of our inner child ever wants is to feel good enough and we can make them feel good enough. DM me on Instagram any of your questions and podcast requests. Also, you can DM me on Instagram. All right, bye.